Thanks for downloading this podcast from RNIB Connect Radio. You're listening to The Morning Mix here on RNIB Connect Radio. Now it's my favourite time of the week. It's time to cross over to San Diego to speak to my favourite girl. It's Maria Johnson, our girl gone blind. How are you doing this week? Hey, Jill. I'm doing great, Jill. I'm just sitting over here really, really early in the morning and enjoying my coffee and doing one of my favorite things of the week, which is talking to you. Oh, wow. We're only human, (laughs) aren't we? What can we say? (laughs) So true. So true. (laughs) Well, listen, do you know, the reason I love having you on, Maria, is because sometimes we don't have to talk about, you know, the big things in life, what's going on in the news or what's going on in, you know, politics or, you know, that's not our kind of conversation. Sometimes it's just the silly little things that we don't notice or that other people notice that we don't notice or you know, it's, it's just daft things. I'm probably not explaining mm-hmm. myself very well, but I know something happened to you this week, which really doesn't affect us very much, but tends to affect the people around us more that can see. Right, right. So what you're what you're saying is that the people who we're with are sighted supporters, if you will, see what other people may be doing around us that we don't see because yes. we can't. And so a situation occurred. Again, it's really a small thing, but I think it has big impact. And my daughter Molly and I went shopping for groceries. And as we were, you know, going about the, the market she noticed people were staring at me and obviously because I have a white cane and they weren't just like kind of looking and looking away. My daughter said they were literally eyes locked, you know, on the target, like on me and her, like, what are they doing together? How are they doing things? Or I've never seen a blind person before. I've never seen a white cane before. You know, what are they thinking? And it upsets my daughter because she doesn't want people looking at me as if I'm some sort of oddity or, you know, just some strange, you know, alien being, you know, with this white saber, you know, I don't know (laughs) who knows what they're thinking, but it upsets her. And this has happened more than once. It happened coming out of a coffee shop and the people that were sitting in the outside patio area literally cranked their heads around and we're staring at us as we were walking to the car. And Molly even looked back to give them the evil eye. And they were still staring. It is a curiosity factor. But people are not, you know, are not undercover with it at all. I mean, it's super obvious. Have you had anyone say that to you? Like, oh, those people are staring at us or get upset with somebody who is staring at you for one reason or another? Oh, Maria, it's happened quite a few times, actually, over the, you know, space of my blind career, if you can put it that way. And yeah, I think we're all taught when we're younger, you know, or any of us that had parents with manners taught us that it's rude to stare, you know, particularly at people that may have a disability or may have a disfigurement or may have something different about them. Even if it's just somebody having, you know, I don't know, bright blue hair like producer Rachel, you don't stare. Glance because you can't help but glance, but don't stare because it is rude. And I sometimes wonder if people think they can stare at us because 
we can't see them staring at us. So if Ooh. somebody was, you know, different in any way at all, then, you know, they could maybe look back and as if to say, what are you staring at? Whereas with the likes of us, we can't do that. So I wonder if it's partly to do with that. I mean, obviously it doesn't bother me because I can't see it happening. But I do know that in the past, it really upset my mother and my mother confronted it. I mean, she didn't mm. just glare back, she confronted it. And she mm. asked people what they were staring at. And I do remember, and I'm, I am not asking anybody to do this, but I do remember my mum pulling out a roll of wrapping paper one Christmas like a sword from a sheath and uh, chasing after somebody in a shop because they were so rude. They kept blocking me and blocking where I was walking because they were just so in my face and it just really hurt my mother. Now, I'm not suggesting that that's the kind of action you take, but, you know, I was very newly blind and she was very, very raw about it. And I just think, yeah, you've got to be really careful about what you're looking at, particularly for the people around, like your daughter, that may be Mm -hmm. affected by this. It's not nice. No, it's not nice. Like you said, you know, we are taught, you know, don't stare, don't stare. And, you know, you've seen, you know, whether in a movie or a show where the mom pulls the child away, don't stare, that's rude and pulls them away. And, you know, and obviously from a child, it's pure curiosity, you know, um, they probably haven't seen somebody in a wheelchair or a, with a white cane. But you may recall an incident, I, I think I've spoken about it, where I was on my own and I passed a group of Girl Scouts selling Girl Scout cookies at the opening of a store, you know, in the front door. And they asked if I wanted to buy cookies. And I said, oh, no, thanks. No, thanks. But when I came back out of the store, of course, they were still there. And the troop leader came over to me, who's the adult, and said, excuse me, excuse me, would you mind answering a few questions for the girls? And I'm like, sure, you know, and I just went up and said, you know, what do you want to ask? Made it very open, very inviting. And they were asking me about my cane. They asked me about what I can see. They asked me, how can you see us? You know, if we're just talking, how do you know where we are? And I explained all of that to them. And I took it as an educational moment. See, the difference is they didn't just stare. And as I walked away, they actually, you know, had come over and said, hey, they actually asked me the questions, stopped me and very politely wanted to know about my cane. Now, I have had people do that as well in other areas um, with young children. It's mostly the parents will say, do you mind explaining your cane to my son or daughter? And I have no problem doing that. And I think that that's awesome because you are then you know, bring awareness to the next generation. It can be an educational moment, but can also be a moment that, you know, there could be a a fight will bust out and um, it's going to get real ugly. But, you know, my daughter's, you know, she's 18. She is sassy as all get out. And she would rather stare them down with the most evil eyes. And, you know, I think she's even said under breath, like, what are you staring at? You know, because she, 
you know, she loves me just like your mother loves you. I would probably do the same thing with my, if it was my daughter who was blind, I'd be all over these people. You know, that mama bear comes out. You can't stop a mama bear when she gets upset. For my daughter, it's kind of protective. It's a loving thing. And I just kind of go, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. It's okay. Don't worry about it. It's not a big deal. Like who cares? But here's the thing. If it was the first year of my vision loss four years ago, I probably would have been completely freaked out, upset, thinking, oh my God, everyone's staring at me. I don't want to carry this cane. And that is a phase that you go through when you first start using a cane is everyone's going to stare at me. And, you know, honestly, I guess they do, you know, at some time. But as the years have gone, now I'm just kind of callous to that. I don't even care. I'm like, whatever. And let's just go. The people around us, I think, as the supporters, they do it out of love. They do it out of wanting to protect you. You know, nobody wants to see somebody staring at somebody you're with because they're different in some way. You know, I'm sure it's, you know, that's not the first time. It's not the second time and it's not the last time. And I've even asked my daughter who has been on the show before to write a blog about it and that I could publish it. And it would be kind of an educational thing about what it's like for somebody who's with a blind person, how they feel. They feel they're being probably stared at too. Like, what are you doing with that person? Or what are you doing? And I would love for her to put that out. And um, so who knows? <laughs> look for that Look for that on the, on the blog in the future. But I think it would be a great topic to write about. Oh, very much so. And, you know, if anybody can write about it eloquently, it's your daughter, Molly. I mean, she's brilliant. She's as, as brilliant as her mom. Yeah, I do get what you mean about you saying that you know people asking you for that kind of educational moment and you appreciate that and you know I'm very like that I would rather people ask me there are a lot of people that that would say well I'm just going about my own business you know why are you asking me about my cane I'm you know it's none of your business it's so I think everybody's different in the way they feel about it but in the same way that I love people stopping and asking me about my pet dog as I do my guide dog. So it doesn't offend me and I would rather people just stopped and, and asked me. And if I'm busy, you know, I'll give them a, a quick answer and I'll say, I'm so sorry, I've got to rush. But, you know, if you ever see me again, you know, call me and I'll let you know, you know, any questions that you want to be answered. But right now I'm in a rush. And, and there's ways mm-hmm. of dealing with things like that. And I just think anybody that stares is, is just so rude but again (laughs) it doesn't bother me because I can't see it I just feel sorry for whoever I'm with exactly I probably there's been a handful of people who have stared that I will never know and you know and even whoever you're with doesn't even see it but you know they're staring behind your back or whatnot but yeah Jill I remember one thing that you said to me uh, on one of our chats was you know if you're kind and nice and answer people's questions when they ask that they're not going to be afraid to ask or approach another person with a disability in the future does have a bigger value than just answering the questions. It really leaves the person asking in a better place, in a better understanding of what we're all about. And, you know, that's, that's huge. And that's really bringing awareness to the world about disabilities. 
Oh, very much so. And well said. I mean, I, I just think that it's my duty to be nice to people um, because one day I might need some help. And there are days mm. where I don't feel like being nice to anyone. Um, mm. You know, I'm I'm grumpy or I can't be bothered or I'm tired or I don't feel well. But you've got to kind of remember your manners and where you are and the people that you're dealing with. And remember that whether you like it or not and whether you agree with me or not, let's face it, I mean, we're ambassadors for our disability because we are <laughs> that disability. We have to be as kind to people as we expect them to be to us and that's not to say that if somebody is rude to us that we shouldn't tell them they're they're rude uh we shouldn't just accept it but at the same time education is is what it's all about yeah yeah and i agree i have snapped at people myself when they were really rude i mean it was obviously rude like what are you blind? And I didn't have my cane out. Yeah. Okay. Um, and I just turned around. I said, as a matter of fact, I am, you know, I mean, if it hits a cord in me, I will hold my cane, hold my earrings, hold my phone because I will go, (laughs) I will go, you know, I'm telling you. So again, kindness, you know, does spread and being positive to somebody else will help you be positive. So I hope that anyone who is sighted listening to this or anyone who is blind or any disability, you know, understands what we've talked about and that answering the questions or maybe just, you know, if you want to give a little stare back, just, just give them a glance, you know, and just say, yeah, I see you're staring and then just turn away, you know, and you don't want people's stares to upset who you're with because it doesn't need to happen that way. It just doesn't need to happen that way. So yeah, so that happened. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm glad you got it off your chest. I certainly feel as if I have as well. And you need to get blogging about this young lady or definitely get uh, your daughter Molly to blog about it. But uh, you are always updating your blogs and you're always posting other people's blogs as well. You're very good at sharing, uh, you know, blind news within the community. So if anybody wants to take a look at your blog, blog page what's the best way to do so maria you can find my blog at girlgoneblind.com you can find me on facebook at girlgoneblind and on twitter at girl underscore gone underscore blind okay you sassy fabulous gorgeous woman i shall speak <laughs> to you again next week thank you so much for joining me on the morning mix well right back at you jill and i will chat with you next week bye <laughs> For more downloads like these, visit rnibconnectradio.org.uk slash podcasts.